The Big Rap Show podcast is kindly sponsored by G1 Reads. They are the champion's choice, with many bands around the world playing G1 products, including two-time world champions in Vararian District. So check out G1Reads.com as they keep the lights on here at the Big Rap Show podcast. Hello there, and welcome to another Big Rab Show podcast. How are yous? Uh, and yet, yeah, you can tell by the episode count that we're getting pretty close to episode 200. Hmm. Yeah, whenever I sat down to record this week's episode, I was thinking, oh, it's not long to the big one. <laughs> yeah, episode 200 just around the corner. That's going to be quite a milestone. But first of all, we have to get through this week's show. Hmm, yeah, we've got quite an episode for you guys this week. Now, believe it or not, there has been a ton of news in the piping scene this past week. It's been quite a busy week, actually. Uh, So, yeah, bear with us as we trudge our way through this week's episode. And I'll say trudge, that sounds almost downhearted, but there's tons of great news. New releases and all sorts of greatness. I can't wait to get into it. But first of all, let's get into the domestics, shall we? Well... First of all, if this is your first Big Rab Show podcast, then you're very welcome. We are the show for the bagpiping folk. So if it's got bagpipes in it, around it or near it at all, then we are the show for you. Reflecting everything in the bagpiping world, be it Celtic music, folk music or our bread and butter, which is competitive piping and drumming. So, if you would like to, you can help support the show, of course, like every other podcast out there. We do have a Patreon page. Yes. So if you'd like to, you can go over there and click support and become part of the Patreon faithful. And uh, as a result of that, you will get your mitts on tons of extra piping content. Now, we've got a lot of stuff up there on our Patreon page right now. Exclusive videos, behind the scenes kind of looks and things, as well as episodes of Rab Show Plus, which is up there. Plus, you also get our weekly catch-up service of our Fuse FM Balamoney radio show. So if you do happen to miss our live show on Fuse every week then, yeah, you get two hours worth of a bagpipe and radio show over there on Patreon. So, yeah, for every click of support, you guys are definitely help supporting ourselves, keeping this thing moving. Uh, but also, we like to give back and get you guys tons of extra content. So there you go. Go over there and become part of the Patreon faithful. And, yeah, go and help support your favorite podcaster during times of pandemic. Hmm. Okay. <clears throat> also, don't forget, check out thebigrabshow.com for our yeah our promotions, which are still ongoing with the Piper's Dojo. A lot of people are still asking about that, whether we still have the promotion or not. Yes, we do. You can get 30 days of Dojo Premium membership for just $1. You can take it for a test drive, if anything. That's what we're calling it, the $1 test drive. So go over there, bigrabshow.com forward slash dojo. And yeah, all of our offers are all up there now, all exclusive deals and stuff. Yeah, including the tune your bagpipes like a world champ. That's still there, completely free. Just go and sign up. And of course, then you also have the yeah $1 premium membership. So definitely worth checking out. So go and have a look at that, folks. All of those are up there, plus all the Rab Show merch as well. If you want to get T-shirts, hoodies, I don't know what I, I don't know exactly everything that's up there at the moment. I don't think we have T-shirts actually. Hmm. We might have to fix that. But yeah, <clears throat> Big Rab Show merch all up there now on the Big Rab Show store. Go and check it out. So there you are. That's the domestics out the road, folks. Okay. 
Each and every week we kick off an episode with listener mail. Now, the listener mail, I have to say, this past week has been dominated mostly by one subject and one subject alone. And that is all talking about the Big Rab Show Awards. Yes, this past week we have received hundreds of nominations that have been coming in from you guys all for this year's awards. And we'll talk about that because this past week, well, just yesterday... We announced the finalists, and we'll talk about that, who made the finals of what, and blah, blah, blah. So, thank you to everyone who emailed in your nominations. There literally was hundreds of them, so it took us quite a while to get them all put together. But, uh, yeah, finally, after a full weekend of counting, we managed to announce our finalists. So, all very exciting. Also, I have to say a massive thank you to everyone who enjoyed our tribute show uh, that we put out on the air on Fuse following the tragic passing of drum major Rachel Lowry. Um, I have to say, the outpouring of love <clears throat> and support and from everyone in the bagpiping world, honestly, has been incredible. And uh, yeah, it's just brilliant to be able to do something like that. Um, you know, when the piping community here in Northern Ireland are certainly hurt and feeling it, it's great to be able to reflect the mood of the piping folk here in Northern Ireland and be able to do something like that. Uh, members of the family and close friends of Rachel were actually in contact with the show as well, saying how grateful they were. And just how great it was to be able to tune in and listen to it and all the rest. So, hey, you know, it was brilliant. It was a privilege, actually, to do something like that. So, uh, yeah, thank you to all of our emailers, people who Facebooked in uh, tweets and all that sort of stuff. There's been lots of commentary and such about that. So thank you, everyone, for that. Much appreciated. So, moving on, um, we, yeah, this past while, we have been trying to plug and promote and tell you guys about our new feature to the show, well, it's hardly new now, we've been running it for a while, called The Weekly Drone, and yeah, a lot of people still don't really quite understand what the heck The Weekly Drone is. Well, The Weekly Drone is basically you being able to type out whatever you want, send it here to the show, and it makes it on the air completely anonymous. And that's the beauty of it. There's no name, there's no band associated, there's nothing. So as long as you don't say who you are, then it will be completely anonymous. And if anything, we do make an effort to edit names and, you know, anything that would point any direction towards who you may be, we we edit that out. So, yeah, our weekly drone feature, you can access it through our website. If you don't want us to see your email address and stuff like that, you can. You can email or you can contact us directly through our website, thebigrabshow.com. There's a button on there on the front page that says weekly drone. Just click on that. You fill out the form. Uh, tell us your story, your complaint, uh, or even... If there's something that you want to praise and promote in the piping world, you know, that there's an opportunity for you. We do want to get some positivity on the weekly drone as well. I know weekly drone sounds like it has to be negative, but it doesn't have to be. It could be something, you know, suggesting an idea uh, or a solution or promoting a product that you really enjoyed or you want to give your band a shout out and stuff because of all the cool work they've been doing. Anything at all. This is what Weekly Drone is for. It's basically opening the floodgates for you guys to say what you want to say on here on the podcast. So we do pride ourselves as being the show for the piping folk. So this is the opportunity for you guys to have a voice. And uh, we do know... That bands out there have social media policies and all the rest. So if you do want to completely remain below the radar and uh, yeah, not get picked up and possibly booted out by your band by making commentary and stuff, then there's your opportunity. So feel free, thebigrabshow.com forward slash weekly drone, and that's where you can go and drop in your submissions. So 
Speaking of Weekly Drone, we do have one for you this week. And uh, it's very much focused on things that's happening in the United States. The Weekly Drone. Hello, Rab. Greetings from the USA. Like you, all of us involved in the piping and drumming scene in the States are suffering major withdrawal. The cancellation of the 2020 season was a slow process. Our pipe band associations reported the cancellation of individual competitions one by one as the spring and summer progressed. It was painful. Many of us have filled the competition void with some terrific online solo contests put on by various Highland Games as well as our pipe band associations. All of us are grateful for those well-organised competition opportunities and the adjudication and feedback they provided. However, with so much time to fill in the absence of sanctioned, organised band contests, our associations, namely the WUSPBA, the MWPBA and the EUSPBA, have missed a great opportunity. The vast majority of bands in the States are Grade 4 and Grade 5, comparable to Grades 4A and 4B in the UK. Some of those bands are fortunate to be led by professional grade and Grade 1 pipers who provide good, solid instruction. Others aren't so lucky. The past six months would have been the ideal time for the associations to make education a priority. The time was right for any or all of them to offer a series of online workshops and classes. Taught by prize-winning pipers, drummers and adjudicators from those associations. For example, pipers and drummers at this level are starved for instruction in areas like pipe and drum setup and maintenance. Many could benefit from instruction on how to approach a new tune. For many members of Grade 4 bands in the States, they are playing Strathspeys for the first time. Instruction on how to play a Strathspey would be a great benefit to many. These are just a few ideas that could be presented via Zoom teleconference to dozens of pipers or drummers simultaneously. It would be up to the association to work with either the pipe majors or their membership to determine workshop topics. When it comes to finding pipers and drummers to facilitate these workshops, all it would take is a phone call. I have every confidence that many outstanding American pipers and drummers would be more than happy to help the association that provided them with so many opportunities as younger, less experienced pipers. It's never too late to offer learning opportunities. And I hope the window hasn't closed for the American Pipe Band Associations to consider making piping and drumming education a focus of the upcoming fall and winter months. The Weekly Drone Ah, indeed. Thank you very much, Anonymous Weekly Droner, whoever you are. And yeah, making a very clear point saying that perhaps associations in the United States could have made better use of their time throughout all of this pandemic. And when competitions were being cancelled, perhaps they could have spent more time on education and, you know, helping to develop the piping scene in the US. Now, I have to say, uh, being completely biased because I'm based here in the UK, but honestly, we've experienced something quite similar here in the UK as well. Since the cancellation of our season here in the UK, I feel that our association here have done very little 
Now, obviously, a lot of the RSPBA staff are on furlough and all the rest, and they can't work as a result. Uh, so maybe that's, you know, the reason why. But yes, there could have been all sorts of opportunity for all sorts of development work with a lot of bands, especially at grassroots level. You know, they could have spent time doing online tuition sessions and all the rest. But uh, yeah, we do. Th- I think, well, honestly, my opinion is that there could well be an opportunity missed there. But you're quite right in saying so, that we are now in the autumn months and rolling through the winter. This is normally the time where bands would be furiously working behind the scenes preparing for next season. Now we're seeing the eventual easing of lockdown in the, here in the UK, although at the moment it's kind of questionable because numbers of COVID-19 uh, infections and stuff are on the rise. Numbers are going in the wrong direction. And we are possibly talking about, you know, localised lockdowns and all that kind of scariness. And it's all very weird here in the UK at the moment. It seems to be the regulations and the rules change every five minutes. So as to what the association can do to try and help bands and try and help the scene at the moment, it really is very difficult. So I, I just don't know what the road forward is. But yeah, I do think that perhaps something online, you know, like, you know, an online piping and drumming school by some of the best in the business, the RSPBA could certainly get involved and help fund something like that. Or, you know, at least try attempt to run it or something. I don't know. But excellent weekly drone this week. I'm, I'm sure definitely food for thought for everyone listening right now. So yeah, if you want to get involved, you can do. And if you want to do it anonymously, you can do. That's Weekly Drone on the Big Rab Show website. So thebigrabshow.com forward slash Weekly Drone. You can comment totally anonymously. Also, don't forget you can email us, bigrabshow at gmail.com. Now, Speaking of our email address as well, like I said, most of the emails that we got this past week were about our tribute show on Fuse, also the tribute that we played on last week's podcast, but also for the Rab Show Awards. And then also we got a number of emails saying, Rab, thank you for introducing us to Rura. (laughs) Yeah, we got a load of people actually saying, I'd never heard of that band before. And your interview with Jack Smedley and playing tracks from the band and talking about their new album pointed me in their direction and I had to go and listen and as a result we've now got a whole load of new Rura fans so I'm not actually joking about this this could be something that we could bring to the podcast every week and I want to know your guys opinion on this this could be something quite fun um, so I did joke about it on last week's podcast that I would make a feature on it and say, what am I listening to this week and a lot of you guys picked up on that and yeah we got emails saying can we make this a feature on the show you know, introduce you guys to some new music, possibly. Now, I I do listen to a lot of music every week. <laughs> Obviously, working in radio, that's kind of my job. I need to. Um, but I also love discovering new music, new bands, new... I just oh, love it. Absolutely love it. So, But sometimes I also listen back to old stuff. So sometimes it's not always new. So perhaps that's something we could look at. But long story short... We're going to try it. It's a brand new feature that we're bringing to this week's podcast and hopefully one's going forward. So we've just had the weekly drone there. Uh, Awesome new feature. So we're now going to have another new feature uh, with Rab introduces. Yeah. Or reintroduces. That could be the case. Now, this brings me into the first news story, actually, of this week. Yeah. Piping news. Now, this past week, in fact, October 1st, we had a little bit of a surprise news story drop from... Two of the big giants in the Celtic music scene. Yeah, Ross Ainsley and Ali Hutton. 
They dropped a new album on us. <laughs> Clang, absolutely out of the blue. No one knew about this, and we're like, what? Brand new album? Yeah, and you didn't tell us you were making it? No, this thing just completely came out of the blue, and they slapped us in the teeth with it. Ross Ainsley, Ali Hutton, Symbosis 3. Oh, ho, ho. Now, whenever I seen this announcement about the new album, I was straight onto their Bandcamp website, and I purchased that thing as quick as I possibly could. Now... Yeah, this whole album is a 10-track album, and it also features Jen Butterworth. Now, for those of you who don't know who Jen Butterworth is, she's a a guitarist plus an amazing vocalist as well, and uh, she would normally join Ross and Ali live on stage. Now, the thinking behind this album was, is Ross and Ali can't get out to play gigs at the moment, so why not just record their live set as an album? Now, a lot of their, you know, tracks that a lot of us would already know, like Grands or Kings or Pongo, Pongu even, a lot of those tracks are on the album, but they're so different because obviously these guys have been playing them for a long time and they've changed them up to to suit the live environment. And also having Jen join them as well on this album, it just completely brings a whole new sound to it. I'm so happy that these guys have recorded this album, Symbosis 3, and... Uh, it's absolutely amazing. That's what I've been listening to this week. So I think, yeah, by way of an introduction or a reintroduction for a lot of you guys, you know who Ross and Ali are. They've been on the show many times before. Yeah, I decided, yeah, here's a little clip from their brand new album, Symbosis 3. Here's a track called The 42nd. <laughs> Yes, a little clip there. Not going to play you the full thing. If you do want to go and listen to it, you can do. You can go and check it out on Ross Ainsley and Ali Hutton's Bandcamp page. I'm not sure if that one's up on Spotify just yet. I might have to search for it. But that's Symbosis 3. Now, if you haven't got Symbosis 1 or Symbosis 2, you're missing out. Both of those albums are absolute thumpers and award-winning for a reason. And I dare say now that Symbosis 3 will be just the same. What makes this album equally interesting is that this album was recorded during lockdown. Now, these guys didn't actually play together in person. Instead, they recorded their parts at home. It all got mixed together with some studio wizardry. And the whole thing sounds as if it was done live. Also, there's a couple of songs on here which we haven't heard before, and they've come from Jen Butterworth herself. So brilliant to see and hear even these two amazing songs. Guys, the album is fantastic, and if you like what you heard there with that short little clip of that track 40 Seconds, honestly, that's only a small taste of all 10 tracks that are on here. So go check it out. Ross Ainsley, Ali Hutton on their Bandcamp page or their Spotify or wherever. 
go and have a search for Symbosis 3. I don't even mind if you hit pause on the podcast right now and go and check it out. Honestly, it's an absolute thumper and oh, such a fan. So there you go. That's this week's Rab introduces or reintroduces if you already know who Ross and Ali are. But definitely go and check out their new album. Woo! Absolute thumper. Okay, moving on to our next news story. Now, for those of you who do know about the huge Tartan Week Festival in New York City, you guys know that it was cancelled. Yeah, thank you, global pandemic. Well, they've actually made the announcement saying that it will be held on April 10th, 2021. Yes, apparently the whole festival, the whole Tartan Week, has been given a green light. Yes. So they do hope to march up 6th Avenue in New York City in full tartan regale and with bands and dancers and all the rest. So very excited for that. Now, you guys know we've covered Tartan Week before here on the Big Rab Show where we've talked about the various artists and bands and things that were involved in this. It seems to be getting bigger and bigger every year. So obviously in 2021, it'll be considerably smaller because, uh, you know, COVID-19 regulations stipulate such. Uh, But if anything, we're just glad to see that they were able to open the gates at all. Yeah, because we were all sorts of gutted whenever we announced that that it was cancelled. And it just seemed to be around the time where everything was getting cancelled and it was just bad news story after bad news story. But this is a bit of good news. So April 10th, 2021, New York City Tartan Week will be having the big parade down 6th Avenue and oh, all sorts of excited. So as long as we hear any more news stories about this, we will definitely let you know, along with any gigs around the city, because it's a week-long festival and the, the parade's only a small part of it. So if we do hear any more announcements about any gigs or that or any bands that are going to be playing at it, then definitely we will let you guys know right here in the podcast. All right. Okay, I have to give a shout this week to the Music Service for Pipes and Drums. Yes, the charity that has been supported by ourselves here at The Rab Show quite a few times. They're involved in teaching young kids and total beginners how to pipe and drum. Now, this last while, on the 30th of September, they published a video of their drummers. Yeah, now for the longest time it seemed to be... Nothing but pipers have been coming from the music service for Pipes and Drums. It was always the pipers getting displayed on their social media. Well, on the 30th, they put up a drum salute. Now, everyone who's been playing in the drum salute, apart from their lead tipper, uh, have all been playing for six months. Yeah, so it's awesome to see all of these kids developing their talent in the drums. And it's just brilliant. The drum salute was very, very entertaining. So well done to everyone there. The music service for Pipes and Drums. If you want to go and check it out and see all these kids working hard and learning all these drum scores and stuff, go and check it out. Music service for Pipes and Drums and social media. Shout out to you guys. Awesome to have a drum salute from you. So it was brilliant. Okay. Now, in the podcast, I want to give a shout to a couple of mates who I know are listening right now. I can almost guarantee that they're listening right now. Uh, shout out goes to Stephen Russell. Stephen! Stephen is an absolute legend. Of course, a former member of the Big Rab Show team. Before he swanned off and started an, another amazing, fan, <laughs> fantastic podcast. The Up to the Line Pipe Band Podcast. Uh, yeah, we love Stephen. He's brilliant. Uh, well, he's actually doing Sober in October. What? Now, he's, he's added an extra level of difficulty to this. Not only is he going sober through the month of October, but he's also running 50 miles in October. Um, what? Um, yeah, well, of course, he's raising money for charity as a result. He's not just doing it for the fun. <laughs> 
Phew. So, yeah, for you guys interested, you can go and help support Stephen. He does have a GoFundMe page and all of that, and he has an associated target and things that for the money he wants to raise for charity. We have shared all of that up there on the Rab Show Facebook page. You can go and check it out. But I just wanted to wish Stephen the best of luck. It's now the 7th of October when I'm recording this, and... uh that's seven days with no beer, mate. How are you feeling? And also the running as well. 50 miles, mate. That's... Good luck with that, pal. Yeah, but good luck to Stephen. And we do hope that you manage to hit your total and have not exceeded it as well. So go and help support Stephen. We wish him all the very best. Also, I wanted to give a shout this week to uh, Josh McEachern and Andy Fusco of the Chanter Rant podcast. I am a Patreon supporter of the guys over there on Chanter Rant. And I, yeah... Guys keep asking me, oh, do you really, do you like them? Yes, I do. We're actually mates. And, um, yeah, I listen to every episode. I love their show. And, um, our, our, ugh, let me see, the patrons of the Chanda Rand podcast, yeah, that's the right word, we were treated to a live stream recording of an up-and-coming episode they have with Stuart Little. Oh, my God! Yes, Chanda Rant had Stuart Little on their podcast and yeah, I managed to tune in and watch the live stream recording of the whole thing. And guys, let me tell you, if you're not supporting Chanda Rant on Patreon, then you will get it as a, as an episode of the podcast and well, I think it's actually next week they're hoping to upload it. But this honestly will be the best episode of the Chanda Rant podcast I've ever listened to and I have to congratulate the guys. Now, I know a lot of you guys haven't listened to the Channel Around podcast with Stuart in it yet. That will drop in the coming week or so. I have to tell you, if you haven't checked out Channel Around, please do. But yeah, it's not for the faint-hearted, mind you. Listener discretion is advised. Uh, <laughs> but their episode with Stuart Little, I have to say, this past week was an absolute masterpiece. Um, it was absolutely amazing. The interview they got with Stuart Little, the questions, the answers that they got, it was yeah, simply, I don't know, podcasting gold. I can't wait for it to drop. It was honestly a fantastic episode. So congratulations to the guys at Chandler Ramp. What an incredible episode. Yeah, just outstanding. Outstanding, I think, is the word I want to use. Well done, guys. All right. Moving on. Moving swiftly on. Now, this past weekend, of course, uh, I did tell you guys about it, but we were live streaming all of the competition from the New Zealand Young Piper of the Year event 2020. Now, this was held in Nelson in New Zealand, and we broadcasted to you live via Zoom. Now, we covered all of the Peabrook event and all of the light music and, of course, the all-important results. Now, you talk about a heavy weekend for me because uh, I basically pulled an all-nighter and had about one hour's sleep. <laughs> and see, the next day, I was absolutely wired. Uh, the, the time difference between the UK and New Zealand absolutely whooped my tail. Uh, but we started coverage at 9.30 on Friday night, and... Yeah, we rolled right the way through until lunchtime on Saturday. It was intense. But can I just say that the wealth of talent at this event was absolutely incredible and kept me glued throughout. Now, I have to admit, whenever we were live streaming the Peabrook competition, which was in the morning and mid-afternoon... Uh, I was starting to flag a little bit after about hour four. About hour four, hour five, yeah... About five hours worth of Peabrook was about my limit. I'm sorry, but it was. I could just about tick in 
any more performances. And I honestly don't know how the judges done it. They've done it all in one sitting. And honestly, I take my hat off to you guys. <laughs> Concentrating on Peabrook for that length of time is not easy. Uh, but yeah, if you do want to, you can go back and rewatch the entire thing. It's all up there now on the Rab Show YouTube channel. Now, I would recommend definitely going back and watching the light music. Now, for me, Peabrook is really quite heavy and takes a lot of concentration and it is a bit of a long listen and so i'm not telling you not to listen to it but you can you can go and delve into it some of the peabrook tunes performed by these kids simply incredible by the way some amazing peabrook music coming from these guys uh, but the light music obviously was you know the main highlight of the competition and again their performances from these guys were just insane the standard was sky high. A lot of them all playing different setups, all taught by different people, playing in different bands. And the competition was fierce, I have to say. So you can go back, watch it all. It's all up there now on the Big Rab Show YouTube channel. Uh, the New Zealand Young Piper of the Year event 2020. And what an incredible event. So who won the thing, Rab? Well, New Zealand Young Piper of the Year for 2020 was... Campbell Wilson. Yeah, this is Campbell's third year winning it, believe it or not. He's won this thing three years in a row. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he certainly played for it. But his his opponents didn't make it easy. Yeah, it was definitely a very stiff competition. He Also coming in second place was Lewis Davis and third was Martin McPhee. So guys, an absolutely incredible competition. The prize winner, of course, walked away with $1,000 in a sparring for the road home. But he also walked away with the title of New Zealand Young Piper of the Year. Definitely worth watching. Uh, and if anything, it's great to see that events like this are starting to open their doors again. Obviously, New Zealand have got a handle on the whole COVID thing. So, yeah, the government guidelines and all the rest are relaxed enough that they were able to open the doors at such an event. And it's just awesome to see. Honestly, but I was so excited to be able to live stream this online and be able to present this. And it was just a privilege being a part of it, seriously. And the organization of it all, I have to say to the full organizing team there at the New Zealand Young Piper event, uh, yes, absolutely incredible. Uh, so well done to the organizing team. It ran smooth as clockwork. And if anything, I was nearly able to set my clock to when somebody was on right it's eight thirty. beep there he is he's on on the stage Do you know what i mean it was incredible so it ran like clockwork and just yeah a very very great event i, I was so happy to be a part of it now it has been rumored that ourselves and the big rab show team will hopefully be involved in live streaming it next year for 2021 seeing how this year in 2020 was so su- successful with a load of people tuning in live at the time and also loads of people replaying it on our youtube channel so Well worth checking out, guys. Honestly, if you haven't looked at it, when you consider that the people playing in this were all aged under 21, (sighs) I don't know. Some of the piping on this was just ridiculous. So, yeah, I think the piping scene in New Zealand is in a very healthy place whenever you consider that competition. Absolutely awesome. Also, I have to say uh, to pipe bands in Queensland in Australia, they had what they called a play-out day. The 2020 Pipe Bands Queensland Play-Out Day. Now, I'm not sure if this was a competition as such because uh, yeah, a lot of bands didn't appear in uniform and that, but a lot of bands were involved, like the City of Ipswich Pipe Band and that, the, loads of others. I'm, not, I'm just going to start naming names now and people will get offended because I don't mention them. A lot of bands were involved in this event in Australia and if anything, guys, it was so great just to hear that sound again. <laughs> 
I know that sounds melodramatic, but it's the truth. Like whenever, whenever you see these videos on social media, and you, it just comes through your headphones, and oh, so good, so good. And it just it showed to me just how much I missed it, <laughs> how much I miss being on the grass. And uh, I, I'm okay. I'm not going to tell a lie. I did get the old lump in the throat, thinking, God, well, you know, will I ever get back on the grass again? You know, because it feels like forever since we were last on the grass at a competition. Uh, But, yeah, if you do want to give yourself that goosebump feeling and remind yourself about that sound and that tone, go and check out Pipe Bands in Queensland, their social media page. Of course, we've shared as many videos as we can from the event. It's all up there in the Rab Show Facebook page. So, uh, yeah, a lot of great music and just a reminder of, uh, you know, whenever bands can gather back again, just what kind of sound we can make. So, very exciting stuff. Okay, now I have to give a mention to the RSPBA this week. Yes, our own association dropped a little bit of an article that they had published on their website. Now, this was specific to bands based in Scotland. Yeah. Now, remember, whenever we spoke about the RSPBA, uh, they were encouraging bands to actually canvass their local members of parliament and asking them when can bands get back to band practice now this only really happens with bands in scotland well they got a response and they've published the full response on their website it came from the cabinet secretary for economy uh let's see fiona hislop msp there you are now you can go and read the full statement now it's a bit weary it's a full page worth of stuff and it talks about how they recognize the importance of bands and the form and music and all of its form and all the activity that it involves as well as a social element and all of this and then it also goes back and says what the regulations are about people meeting indoors and blah, 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 blah. it's all a bit drawn out and basically the long and short of it is uh Sorry, we can't open the doors just yet. COVID-19 regulations are a thing. And uh, yeah, we do have restrictions in place and all the rest. We may well have an opening in future where you guys can have indoor band practices and such. But for now, uh, no, we have to restrict issues. We have to restrict numbers of bringing people together. And if anything, just as I'm recording this, the news tonight actually is that all restaurants and bars in Scotland are actually going to be closed from Friday. So things seem to be uh, kind of squeezing and locking down further rather than opening up in Scotland. So that's a bit of a sorry story there, I feel. But um, yeah, the guidance apparently was published by the Scottish government on the 21st of August and hasn't changed. And it speaks about outdoor events, participating in organised activities outdoors and indoors, and how many people can gather and you know take part in activities like indoor performances and practices and such it's all very weighty and there's a lot of legislation involved here not going to bore you all with it but it's up there now on the rspba website if you do want to look at it it's there but one thing i really want to address and throw across here in the podcast is it's very much weighted towards bands in scotland And that's disappointing because an RSPBA, it isn't just bands in Scotland that the RSPBA represents. RSPBA is a huge organisation and represents bands on a global basis. Not only in Scotland, but also in Northern Ireland, England, Wales, 
and around the world, you know, Australia, New Zealand, Canada, US. The RSPBA is seen as the umbrella organization for all other branches around the world. So I'm sure you guys might disagree. This could be stuff that Rab got wrong. But yeah, we do feel that the RSPBA this last while have been very focused locally in Scotland and trying to help Scottish bands. And we have seen very little movement from other local branches or assistance from our own HQ to help bands internationally uh, develop and all the rest. Had you just heard our weekly drone there? But how you feel that our, you know, our associations could have done more during lockdown? Well, yeah, this kind of feeds into that. So, this whole thing about lobbying MSPs, will we now see RSPBA asking other people from around the world to, uh, you know, lobby your local congressman or, you know, lobby your local MP or MLA here in the UK or in Northern Ireland? Do you know what I mean? Or, you know, I'm just wondering, will there be that drive from RSPBA on a global outreach rather than just an outreach for their local Scottish bands? Very interesting, and if anything, that's the only thing I really took away from it, that all the rules and regulations that they were talking about were all referring to Scotland, and didn't really talk much about any other bands in the UK or around the world, so it didn't really help much. But it shows that the RSPBA were furiously working for the band scene in Scotland, and didn't really show what they were doing on a global level. So that's one thing I would like to yeah, leave you guys to draw your own conclusions. Yeah, that's our big catchphrase on this show now, isn't it? Draw your own conclusions. Somebody has to make me a jingle of that. Like, seriously. (laughs) Draw your own conclusions. Something like that. All right, let's move on. New stories, of course. Shots and Dykehead Caledonia have just wrapped up their solo competition. And, man, what a competition it was. (laughs) Absolutely incredible. And I have to say, the... Whenever you read through the prize list, they've announced the top six in all the different categories. Whenever you look at the list of names on there, whoo! Yeah, it's kind of a who's who of the piping world, really. A lot of big names involved in this event. Uh, So, yeah, congratulations to the guys at Shots. It seemed to be nothing but a roaring success, so well done. And to all of those who competed, by the way, as well, if you didn't pick up a prize, uh, don't worry. If anything, to be involved in such an event like this, is nothing short of amazing as well. So thank you to everyone competing in this, but also congratulations to all of our prize winners. Now, I'm not going to sit you and read hashtag lists, but you can do check the Shots website. The full results are up there now. You can go and have a look at it. And I I just want to give a shout, actually, in particular, to Callum Brown. Yeah, Callum Brown pretty much done a clean sweep of all the piping events for the 18 and over. (laughs) He lifted the Peabrook, the Hornpipe and Jig, and the Open Medley as well. So well done to Callum Brown. A clean sweep across the board. First places. Well done. That Wow. So well done, Callum. He obviously played out of his skin for those. Absolutely fantastic. And if anything, I'm very excited to see, hopefully, the prospect that we might see some of these recorded performances make its way onto social media. Not sure. Uh, I think Kyle Howie, actually, who we had on the show before, Um, He recorded a lot of his videos and actually placed them on his YouTube channel. Yeah, so there you go. If you are interested in seeing Kyle Howie's Peabrook or his Hornpipe Jig, you can go and check that out. It's up there now on his YouTube channel. So we do hope that the rest of these guys involved at the competition will do the same and upload their performance. There you are. Okay, well, speaking of previous guests on the show, actually, I have to give a shout this week to Danny Hutchison. You won, Danny, you legend. 
Yeah. Now, why am I giving Danny a shout? Well, he put a little bit of a teaser and didn't really tell us much about it other than it's brand new music from him. And it's going to be a new music video, actually, that will be released on the 17th of October. To read his press release, to say it's very sparse, to say the least, it says, I'm very excited to share a teaser trailer for my new music video, which will be released on the 17th of October. And that's it. And there's a very short clip of what the video might look like. And um, let's say I'm all sorts of excited. I can't wait for this. So, yeah, in 10 days' time, Danny Hutchison Music. Get yourself over there on social media and check out Danny's brand new music video. Very excited for that indeed. Mm -hmm. Also, the Ulster Scottish Pipe Band have actually been quite uh, active on social media this last while. In fact, they have been uh, buying and selling things. Yeah, at the moment they're selling... All sorts of chanters. They're selling McCallum poly oval hole pipe chanters, to be precise. Twelve of them with soles and ten of them without. Now, apparently they won many competitions with these chanters, including the 3B piping at the World Championships. So, yeah, these chanters can howl a tune. Yeah. So, if you are interested, for more details, of course, you can contact Ulster Scottish Pipe Band via their social media. Apparently, the chanters are $125 each, or $2,500 for all of them. Now, that doesn't include your shipping, depending on where you're living, of course. So, yeah, go and check out Ulster Scottish Pipe Band on social media. They have a whole bunch of chanters for sale. There you are. So, also, speaking of the Ulster Scottish Pipe Band, they've also bought themselves a whole rake of new drums. Yeah, a full new set of Andante drums, and they're kind of in that orangey, kind of brass kind of colour... Uh, this is me being terrible with colour. Uh, but, yeah, they kind of look very similar to the ones that Klaus Kelt would play. Kind of the orangey through to the silver fleck. Or maybe it's not Klaus Kelt I'm thinking of. Maybe it's Boghall. I think it's them. Uh, but, yeah, those drums honestly look fantastic. And, again, you can go and check out the Ulster Scottish website for the full pictures and everything. They look class. Okay, now... There is going to be a new release on the horizon that I wanted to bring you guys to your attention. Now, we haven't had anything like release dates of where you can buy it or anything yet, but I'll let you know more about it whenever I hear about it. But what am I talking about? Well, Pipe Major Alan Tully from St. Lawrence Atul is finally releasing a book of his own tunes. <laughs> Oh man, am I excited for this. Now, yeah, it's called the Sokru, Sokru Collection. I think I've pronounced that right. I'm not an Irish speaker, so I'm, I may well have butchered that. But it's the Sokru Collection by Pipe Major Alan Tully. And I'm all sorts of excited for this. Now, apparently it's available for pre-order very soon. Now, it could be in the next week or two, the next month or two, we don't know. But what makes it interesting is that there's also... 50 hardback editions available. And these will be collector's items, really. And it's limited to 50. And with these 50 hardback books, you'll also get the audio for the tune as well. So you get to see the actual sheet music, the dots on the page, but you'll also get the audio as well. Oh, poison ear! I'm all sorts of excited for that. So... Yeah, as I know more information about this book in future, when you can pre-order, when you can grab it, the Alan Tully Sokuru collection, oh man, yeah, I'm, I will let you know. Now, apparently there's 51 tunes in there that's it's a mix of his own compositions as well as some arrangements as well. He also has, apparently, some of the popular harmonies that St. Lawrence Tool have played themselves. 
yeah, this is going to be all sorts of incredible for St. Lawrence Atul fans. And let's face it, who isn't a St. Lawrence fan? So, yeah, an incredible new music collection by a pipe major, Alan Tully. You're going to want to grab it. So as soon as I know more information, guys, I will definitely let you know. Rest assured. Okay. I have to give a mention to the British Drum Co. British Drum Co. Yeah. Supporters of the show and good friends of the show, actually, the British Drum Co. have launched a brand new competition where you can actually win an axial snare drum. Now, not any old axial snare drum, I have to say. This thing is incredible. Now, yeah, to celebrate five years in the business, the British Drum Co. are giving you guys the chance to win a totally unique axial pipe band snare drum. This drum is absolutely one of a kind, and you have to go and have a look at the photograph or photographs of it. They've actually put video up of it as well. This thing is simply stunning. Now, I do have to say, the guys at the British Drum Co. are the best at what I like to call drum pornography. Where you can just look at these photos of drums and just drool over them for hours. It's incredible. For more information, go and check the British Drum Co.'s social media and be in with a chance to win this incredible drum. And it's like a natural wood finish with silver hardware. And oh man, this drum just looks amazing. I can't wait. For someone to win this. If anything, I've entered the competition myself. <laughs> and this drum looks incredible. Man, I see, if I win that thing, whew, I don't think I would ever play it. I would maybe polish it and stick it on display somewhere. It just looks beautiful. It's like a work of art almost. So there you go. Go and check that out. That's running competition right now at the moment with the British Drum Co. Where you can go and pick yourself up a drum potentially. Also, uh, BDC, British Drum Company artist Scott Curry was at the British Drum Co. factory not too long ago. And he actually picked himself up a pretty sweet looking bass drum. They're calling it the Axial Icarus bass drum to be precise. And... uh, this thing is an absolute thing of beauty. It's black with kind of red highlights running through the shell. And I, I, I just can't put into words how amazing this drum looks. I would love to hear it as well. I'm not sure if there's any actual footage of Scott playing the drum yet. But there's been photographs of the drum plastered all over the place of the Icarus bass drum. But man, does it look good. Oh, it looks amazing. Apparently, Scott actually has the drum on display in his shop now, Scott Curry Music. So, um, yeah, apparently we will be treated to more in-depth photos and hopefully a video of some audio of this drum. I'd love to hear it. Uh, But, yeah, this thing is just sheer beauty. I don't know how long the guys at the British Drum Co. took to put this drum together, but it would not have been put together in five minutes. Let's say this thing would have been a labour of love. Hmm. The drum looks incredible, as well as the competition for British Drum Co. as well. Go and have a look at it. And uh, I'm sorry, by the way, if you get sucked into looking at all the photos from British Drum Co. Because that's what happens to me every time I go on their Instagram or something. I'm just there for, I don't know how long, just drooling over the photos going, look at that drum, boys, look at that. Yeah, I am one of those people. I would just sit and pour over images of drums all day. Yes, I am that person. There you go. All right, I have to move on to the next story. (laughs) Moving on to the next news story. Well, unfortunately, yeah, it's a bit of bad news, unfortunately. Now, we did mention this before that the National Piping Centre was considering redundancies as a result of the pandemic and the downturn of business. Well, we've now had it confirmed that a total of 27 members of staff at the National Piping Centre have been made redundant. 
Now, this is a direct result of reduced activity across the board caused by the coronavirus pandemic. And we kind of seen that or knew it was coming. So the organisation themselves at the National Piping Centre put out an announcement uh, that it had commenced the redundancy process and all the rest. But now we're actually starting to see some figures Now, reading the press statement verbatim, it says the National Pipe Centre has completed the redundancy consultation and has made 27 members of staff redundant, comprising 9 from teaching staff and 18 from the hospitality staff. The board of the National Pipe Centre considers that this is necessary to reduce costs and also uh, to allow the organisation to continue operating in the current challenging environment. Nonetheless, the board acknowledges the huge impact these redundancies will have on individuals affected and thanks each one of them for their enormous contribution to the success of the National Piping Centre over the years. And in particular for the support and cooperation they've shown the organisation in the last six months and during the redundancy consultation itself. So the National Piping Centre do remain committed to fulfilling its objective of teaching the Great Highland Bagpipe at all levels. And in addition to its usual online activities, its premises at McFatter Street in Glasgow, and they're opening, opening for teaching, shops, sales and hospitality, but at a reduced rate. There you are. So, kind of sad times at the National Piping Centre to be laying off 27 members of staff like that. Couldn't have come easy, uh, especially when you consider you've laid off teachers as well as people involved in the possibly in the hotel part of it, in the restaurant and that. It's just awful. So to all of you guys, all 27 of the staff there, it's absolutely gutting. And yeah, sorry to hear that, guys. Yeah, it's awful. Awful, awful news. Anyway, I have to say, it is kind of happening a lot at the moment. I've noticed, especially local here, whenever I'm recording this in my hometown, I've noticed a lot of businesses closing and... A lot of hospitality, like restaurants, even like local chip shops, you know, pizza places, things like that. They're kind of closing as well. And I think it's all a direct result of the pandemic, which is really rough to see, you know. So, yeah, nothing but bad negative news at the moment, I'm afraid. Horrible stuff. Anyway, let's cheer ourselves up, shall we? There was a little bit of a positive news story, and this come from Rachel Tom. Rachel Tom drums, of course, on her social media. Um, she was kind of mucking about on the practice pad and decided to record it for us, and uh, boys, is that great fun. <laughs> Rachel seems to be the master of doing this. I'm not quite sure how she does it so well, but she does. She was, well... To quote, she was having a little jam along with Macklemore and his track Can't Hold Us. Now, if you haven't seen the video yet, go and check it out. It's up on Rachel Tom's social medias right now. And uh, it's basically Rachel just mucking about on the practice pad. But it doesn't look like she's mucking about because the stuff that she's playing, man, is insane. Rachel... You're incredible, I have to say. I'm for just having a wee jam along with this pop song. Um, no, you're not. You're not just having a wee jam. You're putting all the rest of us drummers to shame. <laughs> wow. Go and check it out. It's up on Rachel Tom's social media right now. It's definitely worth a watch for all drummers. And uh, yeah, just the stick tricks, the back sticking and all the rest. It just makes it look effortless and just, oh, I'm just having a bit of crack here. No, it's brilliant. It's absolutely awesome. So well done to Rachel. What a cracking video. I've watched it at least a dozen times now. Very, very cool drumming there from Rachel. Awesome stuff. All right. Well, let's get into the next big news story, shall we? Of course, the Big Rap Show Award. (laughs) 
Ha <laughs> Yes, indeed. It's time for the 2020 Big Rap Show Awards <clears throat> Pandemic Edition. Yes, last night on Fuse FM Balamoney, we spoke all about the pandemic and all the rest and how it was a bit weird to be having an awards through a global pandemic. Uh, but here it is. Yeah. We have the Big Rab Show Awards Pandemic Edition. Now, you guys have been nominating like crazy people. And, uh, yeah, we do have our associated finalists. Now, our categories are new. We have some new categories in here. And we've got rid of a lot of the old ones that we just couldn't do. Uh, like Best Venue and Best Competition and all of that sort of stuff. We, obviously, we couldn't do that this year. So... We have all new categories, and yeah, we've got quite a number of finalists to read out. So, we have four finalists in each category. Uh, so, I'll just I'll go through all the categories and who our finalists are. So, who are the finalists then for Best Online Band Performance? Well, we have Tully Lagan Pipe Bands. Yeah. We also have the Keith Highlanders as well. We have St. Lawrence Atul, and of course, Drums and Roses. Yeah, so there you go. That was your four bands nominated in there for Best Online Band Performance. Because, of course, we weren't able to meet in person and have competitions. The only way to do it was online. So we thought we'd have a category for it. The next one, of course, because we couldn't have any actual competitions on the grass and meet in person, we thought it was best to have a category for Best Online Solo Competition. Yeah, now we've got a lot of nominations within this category, but our four finalists are... Cooper Angus Pipe Band, yeah, for their online solo competition. Well done, Cooper Angus. Also to Shots and Dykehead, of course. Like I just mentioned, they have just finished their online solos. So, yeah, congratulations, Shots and Dykehead. You guys get a nomination as well. Also, the World Online Solo Piping and Drumming uh, competition. Now, this one seemed to be seasonal as well. So you had the spring edition, summer edition. Uh, but we just lumped the whole thing in as the World Online Solo Piping and Drumming. That's ran by BagpipeLessons.com. There you are. So that's in there as well. That gets a nomination. Also, uh, fourth one then, our fourth finalist then, is Peel Regional Police Summer Series. Yeah, there you are. So that's our four Nominees in there for that category for best online solo competition. Not bad. Well done. We also then have a category for best new music book or collection. Now, through the global pandemic, a lot of composers and writers out there were furiously putting new books together. You guys know, of course, we did bring a good number of them on the show here to talk about it. Uh, in fact, I think everyone who's released a book or that <laughs> over the pandemic we have had on the show. So, yeah, who got nominated then for best new music book or collection? Well, the first one is the Blue Book of Contemporary Bagpipe Music. Yeah, by Kingdom Thistle. Awesome stuff. Yeah, of course the book was uh, created to raise money for uh, NHS and Blue Light charities here in the UK. So, and an amazing collection of tunes as well. So there you go, gets a nomination. Also, we have Eat, Sleep, Pipe, Repeat by Kyle Warren. Now, of course, you guys remember we had Kyle on the show talking all about the book and its creation. And here we are. It has a nomination. Well done, Kyle. Then we have the Rise Scorebook by Andrew Lawson. Yeah, we just had Andrew on the show there not too long ago. Just yesterday, yesterday, last week, we had Andrew on talking about the Rise Scorebook. So there you go, gets a nomination. Well done, Andrew. Then, of course, our fourth nominee, we have Sean Maloney and his The Late Night Collection. So there you are. That's our four books and music collections. Yeah, congratulations. 
Moving on to the next category then, we have Best New Product or Innovation. Well, our four finalists in there, we have the Flux Blowpipe. Yes, remember we were chatting to Robbie McIsaac on here? Incredible stuff. There you go, the Flux Blowpipe. We also have Linda's Personalised Flashes getting a nomination. Well done to Linda. And if anything, they're an incredible product. I have a pair of them myself. They're class. (laughs) So yeah, well-deserved nomination in there and Best New Product or Innovation. We also have IK Percussion and their tunable tenor pads. Now, these were a brand new product that we haven't seen before. Uh, practice pads for tenor drummers, but yeah, they're tunable. So, yeah, fascinating and have definitely yeah, been well-deserved of a nomination in there. Interesting. Hmm. Also, we have Sanitone Instrument Sanitizer. Now, of course... In pandemic and all the rest, we do need this. (laughs) So, obviously, it gets a nomination from you guys, obviously, who have been using this product quite a lot. So, the Sanitone Instrument Sanitizer, getting a nomination. There you are. Okay, moving on to possibly one of the hardest-fought categories in all of it. Uh, Has to be the Big Rab Show Best Beard of 2020. Yes, indeed! Best Beard of 2020. Who gets the nominations? Well, we have... Andy Fusco from the Las Vegas Pipe Band. He's in there. Well done, Andy. We also have Gus Sickard, of course, from Inverarian District. Uh, Gus has won this award, I don't know how many times now. It, it's getting out of hand. <laughs> but yeah, Gus is in there again, defending his title. So good luck to Gus. We also have Dave Harling from Kilmarnock Pipe Band receives a nomination. So a lot of people nominating Dave for his handsome face of fuzz. Well done, Dave. Uh, We also have then for our fourth nominee, we have Scott Campbell from the Vale of Athol Pipe Band. Well done, Scott. And also, of course, he's part of the Up to the Line Pipe Band podcast as well. So there you go with a couple of podcasters in there for best beard. Now, I'm a podcaster, but I'm clean shaven, of course. So, um, yeah, I would never win best beard of 2020, that's for sure. So, yeah, good luck to our nominees. Well done, guys. Moving on to the next category then, we have most emotional moment of 2020. Now, the year 2020 has been quite a, yeah... Quite a roller coaster, I suppose, when it comes to emotions. And yeah, the next four were the finals uh, nominees in this category. We did get a lot of different suggestions, uh, but these are the final four which received multiple uh, nominations throughout the whole process. So, who are our final four? We have, first of all, the cancellation of the entire season. Yeah, that's quite an emotional moment, I suppose. Yeah, whenever you heard the news about that. Our second finalist then is the passing of Pipe Major Frank Andrews. Of course, quite a tragic loss here for folks here, and especially in the piping scene in Northern Ireland and globally as well. Yeah, quite a tragic loss. Also, we have the cancellation of the World Championships themselves. Yeah, now I do remember actually where I, when I, where I was when I heard the news about the cancellation of the Worlds. It was, I was standing in my kitchen actually doing the dishes. <laughs> And I got the phone call. Hey, Rob, the world is off. Oh, absolutely got him. Our final one then is the cancellation of Pipe and Live 2020. A lot of you guys are huge Pipe and Live fans, obviously. So again, hearing the news of the cancellation of the festival is uh, quite an emotional moment for a lot of people. So there you go. So that was your four in there in that category. Moving on to the next category then, we have Best Social Media of 2020. Awesome. 
Now, this category is something different this year uh, because ourselves in the Rab Show, we refused to take any nominations. And unfortunately, we did get a number of nominations in for ourselves, but we couldn't accept them, so we couldn't count them, unfortunately. We were not going to be entering ourselves into any awards this year uh, due to criticism that we've received in previous years. So we're not doing that this year. Uh, So who are our finalists for this year for 2020? Well, our first finalist then is Matt Willis, bagpiper, for his YouTube channel. Yeah, command your bagpipe, Matt. Uh, What an incredible uh, YouTube channel he has. If you haven't seen any of his videos, you're doing yourself a disservice. Go and check out Matt Willis on YouTube. Definitely worth a watch. Also, our next finalist then is the guys at Chanterant. Go on, the Chanterant! Yep, Chanterant gets themselves a nomination for their Facebook and their Twitter account on social media. Awesome stuff. Well done, guys. Our next nominee is Crazy Red. Yeah, for their YouTube channel. And some incredible videos up there from all the grades, actually, from Crazy Red. So definitely worth going to look at. Some real high-quality stuff. Well done, Crazy Red. And the last... Uh, nominee in this category is Drums and Roses for their Facebook and their YouTube account. So there you go. Well worth checking out for Drums and Roses. Well done. So that's our four finalists. Okay, bringing up the last category then. Now before we get into the last category, I have to stress, uh, we've got a lot of questions about the nomination process and how does it work. Because uh, a lot of people were in contact with me today following the announcement last night on Fuse saying... I put in a nomination for this thing and this thing and the other thing and they're not in there. Are you ignoring my nomination? No, that's not how nominations work. We're not ignoring your nomination. What we do is that we count them. So say a particular product or band or person with a great beard, they have to be nominated more than once. And if they're nominated three times, four times, five times, six times, then obviously the more nominations we get for that particular band, person, book, product, whatever, that bumps them up the list. So with each category, we have a final four, and those were the four bands, people, books, products. They were the four, the top four with the most amount of nominations received. It wasn't a matter of just emailing in and saying, I want this particular book in the final and expecting it to be there. No, you had to get multiple uh, nominations in. And if anything, this is kind of the beauty of the Big Rab Show Awards. It's one of the things we really take pride in is that it's not controlled by us at all on the Big Rab Show. We do not pick the winners here. And I keep saying that. Ourselves in the Rab Show team, we don't pick the winners. We don't pick the nominations. We don't pick the winners. So, yeah, I know it has our name above the door, but essentially this is your awards, You guys are picking the finalists. You guys are voting for your favorite. We are just simply a post box. So, yeah, whenever we get on to the last one, the Big Rab Show Legend Award, we did receive quite a number of nominations for a lot of different legends throughout the piping scene, but we do have a final four. So, yeah, the first one, of course, the first finalist then in this category for the Big Rab Show Legend Award is the late pipe major Frank Andrews. There you are. Deserved nomination there. Our second finalist then is Sammy Smith from Grancha Pipe Band. There you are. With the third finalist then we have Don Bradford, pipe major of Loman and Clyde Pipe Band, plus incredible composer, of course, as well. So well done to Don uh, receiving a nomination. 
Bringing in the fourth then, uh, our fourth nominee is Andrew Shilliday from Tully Lagan, and of course from the Big Rab Show team as well. There you are, so well deserved. So guys, like I said, these nominees are not in any particular order. I know I read them out first, second, third, fourth, but that's not how they worked out. So there was no; these are listed in no particular order. Uh, so yeah, they're all up there now. And you guys can go and place your votes. They are available on thebigrabshow.com. As soon as you go in and the website, there's a big button right on the front page. Place your votes. And that all you have to do is click on it and place your votes. Now, I do have to stress that any duplicate votes uh, will not be counted. So you can go in and place your votes one time. And then if you go back in again and decide, oh, I can vote again. Um, well, unfortunately... Yes, you can vote again, and you can press that submit button about a hundred odd times. But unfortunately, only one vote will be counted. Yeah, because we do have a tracking system on our voting system. uh, And if we see that someone is kind of spamming the voting, if you know what I mean, and constantly hitting the, the submit, 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 then we can see that. And, you know, spam votes or duplicate votes like that do not get counted. So... Yeah, just wanted to stress that fact that if you did just want to jump in and vote for one particular person in one particular category and do it over and over and over again, unfortunately that doesn't work. <laughs> we can remove duplicate votes where we only have you know the single one genuine vote from that one particular person. So there you go. I hope that makes sense. So there you go, guys. Go to thebigrabshow.com where you can go and vote for your particular favorite in any of the categories. Now... We will be letting you know in future uh, when the yeah announcement will be of when we will be picking our eventual winner. Um, you know from all of the results from all the voting, and we'll be announcing them live on Fuse FM Balamoney, and then of course bringing it to you here on the Big Rab Show podcast. So yeah, that'll be in the near future, I dare say. There you are. So guys, that's pretty much it for all the piping news this week. It has been quite a busy episode and it's been quite a busy week in the piping week, but we're not done. Yeah, this week, actually, well, this past week or two, uh, yeah, I managed to catch up with the guys of North Texas. Well, a couple of them anyway. Mr. Jeremy Downs and, yeah, our lead tipper. Winston, <laughs> Winston Murdoch. So I managed to hang out with the guys, play a few tunes, have a bit of a batter. It was brilliant just being able to sit outdoors and have a, a tune with these fellas and then just catch up and talk all about the band and playing during the global pandemic. So I think it's time for me to go and get myself a big cup of tea at this point. <laughs> yeah, it's time for the topic of the week. LoneStarPiper.com Serving the piping and drumming community in the United States for over 10 years. Featuring R.G. Hardy's full line of bagpipes, including Henderson's, and Gallic theme lines of kilts and doublets, and bespoke Highland wear, including sparns and cap badges. LoneStarPiper.com Offer tailored payment plans on any set of bagpipes. If your drum corps needs a new look, then they can help you. With a full custom design from Andante Drums and custom bass heads from Evans and Remo. Lone Star Piper will also be distributing the latest Axial line from the British Drum Company. If you have any questions about any of the major brands they carry, you can contact Jeremy at sales at LoneStarPiper.com. LoneStarPiper.com. Check them out. McClellan Bagpipes, from North American artisan bagpipe maker Roddy McClellan, from Euston, Scotland, 
They adhere to the highest traditions of Scottish bagpipe making, using the finest materials, employing bespoke design and committing to constant innovation and evolution. Including exciting new products such as the Elevation Chanter, plus restoration work on vintage bagpipes for the next generation. Check out bespokebagpipes.com for more information. McClellan Bagpipes. Born in Scotland, made in the USA. The British Drum Company is a young player in the drumming world that has established its reputation as a manufacturer of exceptional drum kits and it's now turning its attention to the bagpiping world. The world of pipe band drumming is represented by the Axial Range. Launched in August 2019 with innovative features developed alongside British Drum Co. International Marching Specialist Jim Kilpatrick, MBE. The stunning Axial Range was then selected by the Grade 1 Drum Corps of Glasgow Police Pipe Band for the 2020 season. British Drum Co. drums are all handmade. Made by craftsmen in Stockport in the UK. The build quality and attention to every detail is second to none. Contributing to British Drum Co.'s reputation as artisan makers of some of the finest drums available today. These drums are available only through approved British Drum Co. specialist dealers. For more information on all British Drum Co. products, please visit BritishDrumCo.com or follow on Facebook, Instagram or Twitter. The British Drum Company. Look amazing, sound amazing, feel amazing. Hi, this is Ross Ainsley and you're listening to The Big Rab Show. Take a break, lads. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Vincent and Jeremy from North Texas. How are you guys? Oh, good. Socially distanced, but well. We are socially distant, so you'll have to, yeah, bear in mind, whenever you're listening to this in your headphones, I'm trying to reach a mic to you guys and try not to catch the COVID and all the rest. <laughs> Hold on, we'll take this mask off. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jeremy, you're here in sunny Northern Ireland. Now, just as just here to practice, or what brings you to sunny shores in Northern Ireland? That's it. Just just uh, working on the MSR and the music for next year and pushing ahead like there's going to be next season. See, that's the thing. Yeah, that's been a topic we've been talking about off the record, but will there be another season? Once in the ticket, that's the focus, though, for uh, North Texas at the moment, just preparing for 2021. Yeah, I think we just have to remain positive because the band had put a lot of money and time into 2020 for the Worlds. Obviously, with that not happening, uh, the guys have worked so hard, so we're really looking to try and engage in 2021. Uh, whether the band want to decide to do the Worlds or local events over in America, but um, I still remain the lead drummer in the band, so I'm still working hard with them, um, and they're pushing me more and more for music, um, so it's good. Um, it's kind of the, the distance type of thing. I was wanting to try and get over there more, but obviously I'm still banned. Well, not me personally, but uh, UK. Yeah, uh, UK. But yeah, so um, it's easier for Jeremy to come over here. So um, basically he spends a good three, four days here and uh, we get uh, get up to speed, get the MSR and we're actually learning the, the parts of the medley as well. So then he can go back and start um, you know, working with the guys one-on-one back in Texas. See, this whole distance thing has made the best use of technology possible. Like, we're constantly sending videos back and forth and that. How have you lads found that that does work for you guys? The whole distance thing between Northern Ireland and Texas? Uh, well, I've been in the band for, what, 
two two, two, and, a half two and a half years so uh, it, it's always been that distance um, so really and Rob you know the, the only way that we had you know whenever we played at Stone Mountain was the distance thing so the music was sent over to us we practiced yeah. Um, I had made the long journey up to Microfelt. Sunny Microfelt, yeah. Yeah. So, um, but no, we enjoyed it, and it does work. The only thing is, whenever you're kind of trying to get scores out as a lead drummer, you're, you're kind of, you really want to get one on one and face to face. I'm probably old school when it comes to that, instead of the, the Skype. End of I'm just the same with you, mate. Yeah, and I still can't read scores, and these guys are constantly sending copies of scores, and, and look at like we pretty dots on a page, but I haven't a clue. <laughs> They are, they are nice pretty dots until somebody pulls me and says, well, I thought you said that was a flam and then it's a drag and then it's oh, like, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Changes more in the weather. <laughs> so these guys keep me right. <laughs> That's it. So, Jeremy, what sort of an impact has 2020, the pandemic and all of that had on North Texas? How has that affected you guys this season? Uh, our Obviously, our competition season was shot. Um, uh, we don't do nearly as many competitions as you all do over here. So I had to throw a y'all in there for Texas. You. Um, you. Um, use. But, uh, you know, because we're used to going long stretches between competitions. So it's been an extraordinarily long one. But um, the Zoom has really taken over for us. And uh, we're, we're putting it to good use every single week. There's Last week we had one, two, we had four Zooms between uh, the two different pipe cores, the bass and tenor, and the snares. So we may actually had five because we got the, the two snare sections from grade, the two different grades. These are all practice sessions ran on Zoom for yeah. all the different bands that North Texas have. Because you guys have two bands that are going at the moment, not yeah, right? Yeah, we have two bands. The, the The band has actually grown a lot over this last year. A lot of players are looking for bands that are still active and still practicing and we we haven't really let up on the zoom we've had a few in person it was in states the 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 lockdown isn't nearly as extreme as it is over here so we can still get together in a park and play Um, so have you guys been grouping up and playing then yeah yeah yeah, we were able to get together for group practice and if you can't make it uh it's actually the zoom has actually really opened up opportunities for people that normally wouldn't be able to play with the band because if you can't show up in person to the band hall, then you just zoom in. So they do them both simultaneously. So ah, Right, so they could be in their living room while at band practice at the same yeah, time. Or, yeah. or working at the fire station or whatever. They'll have an opportunity to zoom in when they normally wouldn't be able to make the band practice. So it's helped us actually out quite a bit. Where, you know, in the past, a lot of people were kind of hesitant to use that technology because they didn't feel like it worked. But now we realize there is potential and there is opportunity for growth from using that that method of teaching of course yes uh, but guys can i ask then north texas were all set to go to the worlds in 2020 spoiler yeah. <laughs> we, we i couldn't wait for the worlds this year to see these guys on the grass obviously with everything cancelled i'm sure that's had a big impact both financially and moral you know your, your morale in that and the band's going to be down as a result yeah a little bit the uh, the it was obviously it was it was kind of it was, you know, I don't know what the word you guys like to use over here. So we were yeah, it's a, the, the morale, gutted. The, the morale. Gutted. Yeah, <laughs> gutted's a good one. Yeah, aye. It, it kind of sunk. Um, like we we had the full MSR off. We were going really well. Um, like we, I think we were going over there with with about eight nine sides. You know, so everybody was all ready to go, and all of a sudden it was just told it's not on. Yeah, plug so, pulled, and that's yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. So then. 
things dropped. Um, we we kind of still kept in, t- in contact, but um, practice had taken a nosedive. I, I, there was times I just didn't even want to look at the sticks. And then even was, yourself as lead tipper, really? Uh, yeah, so <laughs> it, it does happen. Um, and I think it was Jeremy was they, they these guys wanted to learn more. Hence the reason we had a chat, and um, that's why Aaron McLean got involved. I was going to ask you about the involvement of Aaron. A lot of people seem to think when Aaron stepped on board, everyone thought, oh, Flip, he's, lo- he's left St. Joseph's. But that's not the case. He, he hasn't left one band to come to another. What, what is the arrangement there with Aaron? Uh, that's that's not the case. Aaron still is, is fully involved with St. Joseph's. Um, basically, um, I was speaking to Jeremy, and Jeremy's wanting to boost the, the, the band's repertoire in music. Um, and Aaron was wanting to to kind of give a hand, let's say. So I've kind of sort of let him teach the band. So basically, Aaron at the minute is breaking down the scores for the the Grade 4. So they're learning the the whole Duthert book. Uh, They're going over Maggie Cameron. um, And, you know, going on the the videos that they're sending in, the the band's really, you know, the drum corps is pushing like mad. And at the minute, uh, I think they're on to Donald Cameron. These guys have, you know, two, three years ago, these guys played with me and Sergeant Walker, you know, a couple of them. Um... It was a challenge to get them to play an open role. Now these guys, you know, playing Duthard scores, playing Duthard yeah. scores, you know, and it's the phrasing of it, it's the playing, and that's what that's what they want. Um, so it's good that Arns came on board. He's a phenomenal player, you know, with experience, um, and these guys have taken to him big time, and he, he's enjoying the challenge. And he does know how to wear a pair of pajama bottoms. I'll say uh, that. Yeah, a Cookie Monster. And it's uh, the other thing it's done is it's afforded us an opportunity, especially with this year break to spice up our scores a little bit. We've been able to add phrasing and stuff to these scores that we wouldn't have been able to do before Aaron came on board. And it's kind of opened up some different doors as far as, you know, the musicality for us as well. That's it. So in a way, it's kind of broadened your musical horizons with having Aaron showing you guys all this new stuff, basically. Yeah. 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 So with that in mind, 2021, here's hoping we do have a season. Uh, we hope to see you guys back on the grass again, and I hope to be in the middle of you drumming like a T Rex. That's another internal joke. But do you think that we'll see some of this new repertoire, some of this new flashy stuff that you guys are learning from Aaron? Will we see that on the grass? Um, I would, I would definitely say sooner rather than later. Um, let's say. Whenever I think the first competition that the band's aiming for might be Dunedin next year. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, that'll be Dunedin Championships. Um, whether pipe bands gets back up and running in twenty twenty one back home, I don't know. Yeah, it remains to be seen. I think. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I haven't really heard much from the from our own RSPBA, uh, and hopefully we'll hear some positive news very soon um, on dates and what, like what what they sort of recommend. Um, but uh, who knows? It's yeah, we'll have to wait and see. But do you think that you know if they do manage to open the gates again at Glasgow Green, will we see North Texas then making an appearance? What do you think? It would have to happen sooner than later. Um, we've already kind of made our plans for next season. If if I was a betting man, I would I would bet that the U.S. opens things up far sooner than the U.K. Yeah. Um, so right now we're looking at the U.S. Championships in lieu of Worlds. Um, where is the U.S. Championships? That the Alma. Oh yeah, yeah. Alma. Yeah, yeah. we. Uh, it's 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 far less of a gamble to organize and plan and and book reservations and things for stateside. 
Yeah, then we had some people travel internationally. Yeah we, yeah, we had some guys lose quite a bit of money on plane tickets and things like that for coming over next year. Then it all got canceled. And I think people are are a lot more cautious this time around. And that we have a lot of with all the new players we have coming in. Like for our our entry level grade five band, we have a lot of rebuilding to do. Um, we lost a couple players, but we, I think we brought in six new sides. Six, wow. Yeah. <laughs> we we currently have about ten sides in grade five, which is... That's fantastic. That's know. two drum corps there for, yeah. for some bands, yeah. And it's, <laughs> it's it's growing, and, and we have a lot. We had a bunch of new pipers come in, too, so... Um, so things are thriving, then, really. They are thriving, yeah. It's, yeah. and it's... It, it wouldn't be fair, I think, to bring them across for their second competition ever and play Worlds. <laughs> no, that yeah, that's probably a fair assumption. Yeah. You say that, Winston, yeah? Well, t- funny enough, it was Jeremy's second competition on Wades whenever they played with me and Sergeant Walker. <laughs> 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 was it their second? That was their second. And you managed to do okay? <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, uh, we're playing it safe, I think, next year is the plan. Um, if they come out with a, with a vaccine you know, before the end of the year and they're looking at opening things back up, plans may change. Um, but for right now, we're looking at, at Dunedin and Alma and then uh, Stone Mountain at the end of the year again. Your favorite rainy. Stone Mountain and that fantastic, fantastic what? The waffles. Guys, I have been getting serious withdrawal symptoms. <laughs> I, like, I don't know. Guys from the band would send me photos. Look what I'm having for breakfast. And I want to throw my phone at the wall. Yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. So, Jeremy, now that you're here in what we call God's country, uh, what do you see as being the standout differences between here and across the Atlantic? Everything's still closed here. Um, you can't... I mean, I'm I'm stuck here at Winston's you know, with this quarantine thing. Yeah, that's um, we can't really go anywhere or do anything yeah, at the really moment. you can't go anywhere yeah. and do anything, which, I mean, I understand why they're in place, but some of the the rules seem crazy. Like, you can't have more than six people in your garden but you can yeah. go to a pub with 200 people <laughs> <laughs> yeah that one still doesn't make yeah. sense to me yeah. Uh, yeah as long as you eat some chips I guess yeah. but no I, I don't know it's it's definitely weird like traveling through the airport there's no queue for anything um, I suppose because nobody's traveling yeah nobody's moment, traveling yeah. Yeah. there was only one one uh, one place to eat open in Atlanta in the international travel and apparently all the people coming over to and from Dublin are all American. Really? Wow, that's something else too. So no one's really leaving here to head to the States then? That's kind of boring. they can. No, yeah. we, we, we can't. My ass is on hold at the minute because I was supposed to go to band practice in October with the guys. You, can, you can't actually fly then? They, they've stopped that? They've stopped that, yeah. Right. The only ones flying is um, people with American passports. Really? Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. There you go. That's interesting. And, you know, that'll have an impact, too, for the likes of the world. You know, all these international bands that would normally travel in, the likes of Simon Fraser, you get guys from Australia as well. That might have a big impact for some of our games then coming in. Good. Especially if they've been able to practice this whole time. Well, that's it as well. That yeah. Because be, I know you guys still can't get together and practice. No, no, exactly. We've yeah. been able to get together and practice since June, I think. I see all those months worth of work that all adds up mm-hmm. yeah quite right I, we look at this as an opportunity to really make progress and push forward as a band um, it, I mean it's, it's it's a terrible way to look at it but you know either you guys in the UK aren't doing anything this is our chance to gain some ground on them <laughs> that's a catch up America's been behind the ball for so long <laughs> now's our chance so. a chance to catch up yeah there you go 
So, Roland Ford, then, how has things been for Lone Star through all of this? Uh, it's been pretty steady, um, being mostly online business. Um, some of the the bigger vendors over there that have storefronts, they had to close down during the height of the pandemic, and I was still rocking. I, it was, I could barely keep up. <laughs> and then it slowed down a little bit, but now it's back up, it's busy again, and it's, you know, it's orders coming in every day and pipes. I'm selling tons of practice equipment. People wanting to learn. People see this, like I said, as an opportunity to to either learn the pipes or the drum, um, and and really make progress. And they're they're practicing, and so I'm you know reads sales are going crazy. There you go, fantastic stuff. So you're still supplying a serious amount of product at the moment, even though we are here in the UK still in lockdown. Yeah, yeah it's you know I have I have luckily I got to do winter storm in January, and I I I have I meet a lot of great people and make a lot of good connections and friendships at winter storm and then i have two or three other events i do throughout the year where i'm actually there in person with you know have a booth set up and that's you meet you make new friends everywhere you go every time you go somewhere and which is great because you're good for business never have to buy a pint (laughs) (laughs) but yeah no it's good for business but it's you know but I will say that the other shops having to close down, I've I've met a lot of new people and made some great contacts and, and people realize they can still, you know, order and get stuff from me. So it's going great. And I, I'm sure the impact over here has been terrible for the shops, especially for businesses. I think, yeah, Yeah, definitely. It has had an impact, but uh, rolling forward, I do hope everything will open and we'll be back on the grass before we know it again. So, guys, have you any parting words then? Do you want to say hello to anyone just now that you're on or poke fun at perhaps another podcast? Yeah, like- I, tell you, I want to ask Wade. Keep on practicing, buddy. Come on. <laughs> Keep practicing, Wade. <laughs> Poor Wade. He gets yeah. some stick on our he course. Does. So he does, yeah. He's a, good, he's a good guy. But speaking of back on the grass sooner than later, we've actually been challenged to a virtual contest. Oh, I heard about this. Yeah. Yeah, tell us more. By the Las Vegas Pipe and Drum. <laughs> I mean, pi- pipes and drums. Yeah, the Las yeah. Vegas pipe band is kind of called North Texas out on the out on the carpet. To, I See. guess they want to. I guess they want to challenge us. So um, we got to work, work out all the details and smuggle Winston back into the country in my base case. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I heard about this challenge, and it's all sorts of interesting. If anything, and another thing, it's good to have competition because it encourages you to play. Because like you were saying, once a bit losing your momentum and just the whole push to lift the sticks in the first place, this will give us something to play for. Yeah. A bit of competition, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Even if it's just for a bit of fun, it's like it just gives you that wee bit of extra momentum to keep going. Um, like anybody knows, if you stop practicing for two, three weeks even, see picking the sticks up again, your hands are like lead. 100%, yeah. That's it. My, my hands have always been like lead. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but, it's... it's We've been we really have been working hard to keep each other motivated. I'm on the phone every day. I try to I try to reach out to the at least once a week to every player in the drum corps to see how things are going. Are you stuck on anything? Is there anything we need to to really go to over together as a group? Um, but I think I think with Winston and Aaron, you know, constantly giving encouragement and things like that, it's really helped the core stay motivated and you have to you have to you have to really keep each other motivated and and uh, keep playing keep playing yeah. and stay upbeat and you know even if and I had there was several days where I texted Winston I'm like I did not want to practice today but I did it anyway yeah and then I, there was a few swear words after that 
but, but it's, you know, it's just, it's, you, if you make it a habit and then, and now we're back into a full swing and pushing hard because, you know, now, as you know, this is the reset for next year. Yeah. 100%. And we would just be getting ready to push up into Stone Mountain, which is, would be, which would be next month. Mm-hmm. Um, but and you know, it's like once I said in the UK, this is where everybody's learning new music and they're changing bands and. This transfer season. Yeah, yeah, you haven't really heard anything about transfer season. No, nothing. <laughs> essentially, everybody's been cut. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, yeah. yeah. Well, lads, thank you both for chatting to me, and thanks for just hanging out and playing a few tunes out here in the garden. It's been good fun, yeah. actually, just lifting yeah. the sticks and playing. Yeah, it's, it's definitely... <laughs> Rob, you haven't lost it anyway. I'll give well, I don't know about that. I've been playing Chandler for three weeks. Gained some... Well, <laughs> <laughs> what's that T-shirt all about anyway? I know it's a Bills jersey. Yeah, I know. I was a wonder I got let through the door here. Yeah, I'm a Pats fan. <laughs> Guys, thanks so much. And here, keep us informed, sure. If there's anything coming up, us and the Rab Show would love to hear about it. Yeah, especially this competition. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's virtual yeah. stuff. Yuri uh, Chisholm's got his uh, World Online solos coming up next month, October, or November. Yeah, yeah, I think it's yeah, October. Yeah, October. Yeah. There you go. No, we'll keep informed of this Las Vegas. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah, this will be this will be good. This will be good. Yeah. <laughs> They're both looking at me as if there's gonna be a fight. Here. No. <laughs> That's gonna be fun. We'll just we'll let we'll let the sheets do the talking. There you go. Uh, they are the challenge is set. Playing for sheets, buddy. Playing for sheets. Awesome stuff. Thanks a million lads. Cheers. Good job. Thank, Thank you. you. Bye bye. <laughs> There you have it, guys. An awesome catch-up and an awesome chat with Jeremy and Winston, both from the guys at at North Texas there. It's great to see that the music's still going, even behind the scenes. You know, we might not be on the grass, but we are still playing. And if anything, I've been really enjoying playing just for the sake of playing. I know there's been no competitions and stuff, but honestly, just playing for the joy of it at the moment, it's just been great to be involved uh, with North Texas and learning scores and stuff with them and just having the crack. Now, for those who are interested, of course, um, I'm not just drumming, but I'm also piping as well. And Andrew Shilliday has been continuing to teach me uh, piping, and a lot of people actually have been real interested about my piping. Uh, so, yeah, I do know this past few episodes, especially last week and this week, have been very drum-centered. Uh, so perhaps we'll, you know, twist it around more to the piping end of things, I suppose, for next week. Um, but, yeah, thank you so much, everyone, for downloading this week. And if you haven't already, please do consider subscribing wherever you're listening to us right now. Uh, because then each and every week, whenever we upload an episode, you'll get a and let you know that Rab has uploaded another one. Yeah. <laughs> now, if there's been anything that we have spoken about, talked about, or even hinted at on this week's show, and you would like to talk about it, of course, you can email us, bigrabshow at gmail.com. That address again, bigrabshow at gmail.com. Now, we'd love to get your voicemails specifically. It's been a long time, actually, since we've had a voicemail. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, but also, we want to hear from you about episode 200. Yeah, we're going to talk about that in next week's podcast because we are getting close. But Big Rab Show, episode 200 is just around the corner and we want you guys to be involved. We want you, the listening folk, to very much be a part of episode 200. So we'll talk more about that in next week's podcast. But yeah, send us in an email, send us in a voicemail, just let us know that you're out there. You can email us, bigrabshow at gmail.com. 
Also, don't forget to submit your weekly drone as well. BigRabShow.com forward slash weekly drone. Uh, yeah, you can give us your story, warts and all, absolutely unedited and completely anonymous. You can drop it in there and yeah, you'll hear it on the, the podcast. Hmm. So that could be interesting. So there you are. Loads of ways for you guys to get in contact with us, of course. And uh, yeah, don't forget, help support us on Patreon and maybe pick yourself up some sweet, sweet Rab Show merch. <laughs> on the big rab show.com all right guys i am out the door thank you everyone for downloading this week it's been quite an epic episode this week it's been long it's been a lot of stuff happening but you know i think in times of global pandemic things would be quiet in the piping world but honestly it's been seriously busy i don't people keep saying to me i'm sure there's nothing happening there's nothing happening in the piping world at the minute the, the total opposite there's so much happening it's ridiculous. <laughs> Sometimes a, a podcast that's supposed to last for an hour nearly lasts for two, and I still haven't covered everything. It's insane. Anyway, I'm out the door. That's it for the podcast this week. <laughs> I'll see you all on the podcast next week, folks. All the best. Well, that's it for another Big Rab Show podcast. Thanks so much for downloading this week. And a special thanks to our sponsors, G1 Reads. Played by bands around the world, including our two-time world champions in Vararian District. Don't forget to check out thebigrabshow.com to be kept up to date on all the latest news and views from around the piping world. Plus, of course, check us out on Patreon and become part of the Patreon faithful. For just $5 a month, get your hands on tons of extra piping goodness. So until next week, folks, we'll see you right here on the Big Rab Show podcast. All the best. <laughs>